Yo, 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 y'all welcome to the Rain and Champs podcast. I go by Jordan on the ones and twos. And on my right, I got my brother Adrian. Who that? And on my left, I got my brother Javon. Good. What's happening, good people? <laughs> good. What's happening, good people? Welcome to episode 13 of the Rain and Champs podcast. Fellas, how we feeling so far, man? How's y'all day going? Good. Nick Bosa, baby. The train. I see they got y'all projecting number one. Hey. Welcome. My dreams was looking like more of a reality now, you know what I'm saying? But we got to keep losing, so. I got four more games to lose. Yeah, we got to lose competitively, though. No blowouts. Tank, but tank, still lose. tank, tank, tank. I mean, we got smacked this past week, but. Yeah, I was a little ugly. But you know what caught me off guard about that game? I watched some of it. We got smacked, and our QB still somehow had 400-some yards. Our third-string undrafted backup QB, but somehow we got smacked. But, you know, it is what it is. I fully understand. Bosa, baby. Look. Yeah, because I saw them, like, talking to him about uh, your quarterback, about, like, how he did and everything. I thought y'all had one the way they was nah. talking to him. We we got smacked. <laughs> he didn't play bad. I mean, he threw that one bad pick six, but he had a part pretty good at his game for real, for real, when you look at his numbers. But as a team, we just didn't look good at all. But, you know, got to take these L's, man. It's all going to work out in the end. Yeah, y'all tanking. It's all good. Yeah. Well, y'all are too. You said what? Huh? Dot, dot, dot. I want to tank. <laughs> the hell with all y'all talking about. Hey. I'm trying to go 4 and 12. Y'all might as well at this point. And it ain't going to help. Yo, like, we're still not going to get, like, the premier pick that I want. I mean, I mean, if you keep losing, you might sneak up in the top five. Nah. I mean, it would have to be because you got y'all, the Cardinals, Detroit. Cardinals only got one less win than y'all. Still, it's just the fact that it's in that hunt. So it'll be them, the Cardinals Lions. are pretty trash, too. Then you got Oakland. And you still got the Jets. I mean, I know the Jaguars scraped a win. You still got the Bills. You still got the Browns. So it's going to be hard. Yeah, because even for be us, it's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, what? Tank. We got the same record as the, the Raiders, and they the only reason they got us because they beat us. It sounds like there's 10 teams that could possibly end up with the number one pick. Well, it ain't we... supposed to be like that. Like, last time I went – Four and twelve, I had the number three pick in the draft. I say you might be top three with it, four and win. I, I got Matt Ryan off of that. Yeah, that's how it's I a lot. Of, it's like I don't know. It's like it's a lot the, of bad teams. It's a lot of bad teams. It's like ten middle teams, ten really bad teams, and there's like eight good teams. And like three elites. Yeah, three elites. So yeah, I agree. Nonetheless, though, I do want to welcome back my brother Debo. Welcome back, man. Well, I haven't seen him since week one. 15 tackles in one sack. Yeah. Man, that was an improvement over Duke Riley. And guess who I put on my uh, f- fantasy team this good. week? Debo. As you should. He got 30 points for somebody or in free agency because you know, I guess he's just coming back. I looked at how much he had his past game in um, fantasy. 30 points. Yeah. Because he had, what, 15 tackles, like you said, and a sack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, balling. He had a great game. He had a great game. I was so happy to see him back on the field, but now they, we can put him back in the vault. Yeah, you might as well let him cook. <laughs> just add him to the IR list of all my other players and let some. Let, let him just marinate on the bench. <laughs> I mean, you healthy, but. Just just be there to practice. Like, yeah. Help, help the players and whatnot and get them readjusted, whatever. But right now at this point, but I just want Matt Ryan to keep playing as well as he possibly can, and then I want to go into the tank mode. I want to give me a good defensive tackle or another edge rusher, whichever one comes first. The boy out of Alabama. Yeah. And then um, get another um, linebacker. Please got to get some depth at linebacker. 
And I'll be all right. Really, I just want to focus on the defensive side of the ball. If I'm going to pick up an offensive lineman, I would prefer to do that through free agency or some mm-hmm. kind of trade or something like that. Yeah. I don't want to draft another offensive lineman for sure. Like, how you feeling about – I know you may not be the happiest right now after the recent circumstances, but – Dreams are in the fucking gutter. Oh. Fucking doomed. <laughs> fucking doomed, bro. Oh. <laughs> doomed. It was all good two weeks ago. Just two weeks ago. That's crazy. Yeah. We was on top of the division. Alex Smith was still healthy. He gone. Colt McCoy was like, I, I guess we'll try with him. Our backup quarterback. He gone. Offensive line is shot. Injuries, man. People can't stay healthy. That's really what's kind of hurting us, too. When you got all these young people, that's why these quarterbacks begin to hurt because they ain't blocking. That's the common thing with all three of our teams. Injuries. Yeah. Tell me about it. And then it's just like. The key positions. Yeah. Man, it's, it's it's trash, man. I'm, it's the, I told y'all. I'm like, yo, it's the Redskins. Like, I won't get too excited. I won't get too happy. I mean, we're still in the hunt, you know, but. Y'all got to win out now. We got Mark Sanchez. For me, he I was watching the game. He wasn't doing it for me. Like, he was playing, like, too conservative. From what I've watched, he only threw, like, maybe, like, two or three deep balls. Everything else was, like, short check passes, checkdowns. I was just like, you got to get a quarterback who's going to be willing to take those chances. Who know who you know is confident enough to go take those chances. Kaepernick, my boy. I feel like that we should go get him, but allegedly we already discussed – Possibly getting him, and we're going in a different direction. Which is so unfortunate. It is what it is. Who we gonna get? I heard uh, Eli Man, uh, not Eli Man, EJ, EJ uh, Manuel. He another one that we was talking about. I'm not too confident, even though he's from from here. Shout out to him. But I'd rather Kaepernick, somebody who I know who's used to winning. Facts. And I somebody, want somebody that knows how to win. My bad. Go ahead, Joe. No, no, no. You good? You good? And also somebody that like. Can elude out of the pocket, but not only scramble, but can throw on a run. Yeah. And can set his feet and throw the ball or just be like a true dynamic player. And he can also do like that read option with like AP exactly. and whatnot. Like the he, run game would be he can take a he can take somewhat of a hit, you know what I mean? It's not yeah, like he no little every hit he gets like, oh uh, you know, yeah. so And he one of them dudes too, like he's big. He's he's big. If he get a lane he might take that joint to the crib. He ain't like some quarterback. He might break for 40, 50, but get caught. Like, no. If he he got a straight line to run with some people around nine times ten, he probably going to take that joint all the way. I feel like with his situation, we don't want to take him because we're in the nation's capital. If we wasn't that. in the nation's capital, we probably would take him. But it's gonna, it's, it would be so 50-50 if we were to pick up Kaepernick. Like, people probably would stop. Like, the way fans are, like, They'll stop coming to a game and they'll stop supporting the team based on certain decisions. But I heard y'all facing some flight over the Ruben Foster a lot uh, acquisition though. So they probably don't want to double dip. Exactly because yeah. what y'all already getting some bad looks because of that. And you should have just went with Cap and left Ruben alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean the Cap junk is like people would get mad, but it's like been going on for like a couple of years now to where it ain't got the same type of you know sting to it like it would. Back in 2016 or even last year. But my my whole thing with that is, like, based off of, like, everybody knows, like, the president's comments, what he said about the NFL players who don't want to stand for the national anthem. And the fact, like I said, that we in the um, nation's capital, 
That's probably the reason. That definitely doesn't help. Because if we pick him up, sure enough, we're going to hear from somebody about it. We're going to hear from that White House. They're going to have something to say. I agree. So I can understand that. I just think if you, that's when you separate, like, that side in business because, like. They don't want to. My Redskins don't want to win. There you go. They because don't want to. if you want to win, you'll go get him for your you last four Mark, games. Exactly. Y'all in the hunt. Like, why it's not? It's not even like he's here you for the whole get season. Mark Sanchez, dog. Like, come on, dog. Like I said, who's next? Like Tom real, Savage. Let's be, let's watch. be real. Watch y'all bring Tom Savage in uh, or Nate Peterman. Oh, yo, listen. Now, if y'all bring in Nate Peterman, yo, if y'all they bring in Nate Peterman, like, yo, well, there's going to be another episode we're going to have to conduct. Honestly, uh, Jay Gruden's gone after this season. If we don't make it to the playoffs, he's gone. I don't care what injuries happen. Injuries happen every year. You haven't th- – that lets me know – Throughout this whole time, you haven't learned how to adjust with injuries because that's your excuse every year. Certain teams, certain players get hurt, teams adjust. They make changes. You haven't been doing nothing this whole four to five years you've been with us. So it's just like at this point, if he don't make it to the playoffs, you're done. Out of your time you've been with us, you only made it to the playoffs once, you're out of here, dog. My Jay Gruden? Yeah, get yeah. Him, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of him. Get him out of here. I'm tired of him. Y'all gonna do him like Marvin Lewis. He don't do it. He don't do it for me. Whoa. Let's hope not. Well, let's not hope. Let's hope not. But one of the people you shout out on this podcast at least what once up? an episode. What up, Thrizzle? Finally played a game <laughs> against can, my. Oh. Can somebody explain to me how he even got in? Because I didn't even know. Okay, like, what I'll happened. explain to you because it was against my Falcons. Okay, let me know what's going on. All right, so Lamar Jackson was running the ball. So you know. So Lamar's the first string. The second string is RG3. Mm-hmm. Lamar's running the ball, and then during a block, um, a Ravens player has an up kick and kicks Lamar Jackson in the face or head, however you want to call it. So they put him under concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. When he went out of the game, RG3 had to step in. Okay, Next he wasn't Yeah, he wasn't in there that long because Lamar Jackson he cleared yeah, he came protocol yeah. very fast. He like was I said, in there for like two, two um possessions. Okay, he got a little decent. Yeah, burn. No, he he didn't do bad. He maintained. That's all you. That's all you can ask for is your backup. Maintain the game. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 go in there and lose whatever we got. At least just keep downs. us afloat. It seems like when these backup quarterbacks come in, and I was watching this with like when it comes to like um Sanchez and stuff too. Like when your backup quarterbacks come in, short passes or passes they scare like mid like mid range over the middle. Like that's it. They but I think it's ca- kind of coaching, too. I think a lot of coaches end up throwing – I mean, throwing – end up calling a lot of plays that call for short, quick passes. Yeah. Not like they want the dude to go out there and just air, still air it out yeah. or give them the confidence. Like time when RG3 came in, they weren't up by much. So Exactly. And you got to think, too, like they're um, – you want them to get in the flow of the game as well. That so too, with those easy, check quick downs, passes, with those screens. Catch some rhythm. Exactly. You want them to get comfortable in the game and the motion because, you know, he might not – People haven't. If you're a backup, you might not have played the NFL. It was down me. I'm slaying that rock. Uh, give me something more than a goddamn check down, at least. Like, yeah. give me a quick little out, a curl. Like, watch, watch on RG3. That's all he had, really. Yeah, just give me something quick where I can at least, you know, okay. I feel like I'm more in rhythm than, like, okay, check down. This, that ain't nothing. Like, I don't, I don't feel like that's really going to get me in the game, the flow of the game as much as, like, a slant that's going to get me a first down. All right, cool. Bam. First down. Like, I feel like that'll get your confidence going a little bit and better. And I'm sure, like, these backup quarterbacks, they 
practice with like the second and third strings to practice. You know, players that are only just on the practice squad, they practice with these players. So it's just like they're like no, they know the playbook. They're ready, like you said. I mean, it's about getting comfortable, but yeah, because like even like the thing with that as well is you know because they don't play with that first string offense though. Sure. And the quarterback wide receiving timing is is very underrated when people talk about it. A lot of missed throws are because of the timing between yeah. the quarterback and the wide receiver. So if you're not used to that, you know, adios. And but the only bad thing is RG three. If he was gonna slang that rock, he he should have did it against us. <laughs> The opportunity was there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Chuck one deep. Hard defense. At least one. I ain't seen that one deep pass. But it really won't no deep passes, period, in that game. They scored mm. two defensive touchdowns on us. That's how they really yeah. beat us. It was just a bad game from us. Can't keep Matt Ryan upright. Like, Matt Ryan is the third highest person that's been sacked this season, and he's the highest person that's took an amount of hits. I think he has 81 hits on a uh, year. That's too much. Like I said, it's two, it's two guards that are on IR, and then the backup of the backups of the guard. Went on IR, so yeah. all that interior pressure is like nothing you can do about it. You know what's bad to like when you watching the game and they're talking about your emergency backup is a person who plays the opposite position or whatever the case is. Like, yeah, we'd be rotating tight ends to play guard. And my skin was like, oh, if Mark Sanchez gets hurt, we got Jordan Reed. He play a uh, quarterback at some point. I was just like, yo, that's when it gets wildcat doomed. <laughs> hey, look. Now, hey, you put Jordan Reed in the game, you got to slang that rock. He got to chuck yeah. his 50 about, You might as well just go balls to the wall, though. Like, screw it. See how far you can throw the ball, hey. dog. Hey, <laughs> uh, AP, can you rewind the clock real quick? That's funny. But, yeah, that is always interesting when they get ready to do that. Uh, we'll see what happens with the quarterback's new situation and everything along that nature. So, let's talk about a big win another NFC East team took, though. Cowboys beating the Saints. I wasn't expecting that. Call that. Call. Well, I think it caught everybody off. Low scoring game. Yes. I didn't watch it. I don't know what the Cowboys defense did to contain Drew Brees and. I heard he was under pressure like the whole game, but I ain't see it either. I missed it. He Cowboys was, line is crazy though. He was that. He was really contained like up until like the third quarter, I believe. The fact that he had under what two hundred yards passing is pretty insane. Yeah, yeah like one, what one eighty two or something like that. Something like it was not good compared to how well yeah, he was playing. It was a bad game. That's scary that you can do that to Drew Drew Brees. That's I'm scary that you could do that to the team we're picking to go to the Super Bowl. Exactly, <laughs> that's what it was scary about. Like them losing that game like that. Bought them down a notch. Like they were looking like the favorite at one point, and now mm-hmm. I feel like people kind of like bumped them down just a little bit because. Nobody expected – even if they lost, nobody expected them to, like, be struggling to score, you know, 10 points. Yeah. I mean, even there's, if it, yeah. there's better defenses out there than the Cowboys yeah, defense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if they would have lost, like, 31-24 or something like that, people would have been like, okay, you know, L. But, nah, 10 points, that's – Yeah. Especially, like, Drew Brees had been putting was balls the, on the money. Pause. Was there a touchdown, a passing touchdown? Or was yeah, he got a, a passing touchdown, but he just couldn't move the ball, dog. And then Kamara got hurt, mm. so that didn't help. Do y'all think it had anything to do with them playing to the talent of the Cowboys? Like they felt like they should go in there and walk the Cowboys. And it might have been some like overconfidence. I think, I, yeah, I think it was a little bit over overconfident. They was playing the Dallas too. Yeah, they? but say and they was on the road. You know how sometimes that goes. You play a team and you're expecting to blow them out, or that whole game you just know you're going to get it together to score one more touchdown to win the game. Mm-hmm. 
one more touchdown wins the game. And you can't, can't tell me you that. couldn't get two touchdowns. So, I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it shocked me, man. Like Javon said, it shocked the sports world. And they don't really play from behind either. That's another thing. They're not playing yeah, from behind. Because they usually smack it. Like, they're they're, they're like the ahead. They normally got 21, 28 by halftime. All them Cowboy fans at work was hype. Nah, man. Them Cowboy fans have come out of nowhere. You know that little Homer Simpson um, gift was coming out of the bushes? Yeah. Dog, I ain't never seen so many Cowboy fans start appearing. It was cool. Like, once they beat us, that's when they started coming out. Once they beat the – I think, what, they beat the Eagles, then they beat us. When they beat us is when I seen them coming. And they won three in a row. They're annoying. They're, like, some of the most annoying fans in sports. Yeah, I'm calling, I'm calling all y'all Cowboy fans out. Y'all some cut. anybody do that before. What you talking about? Y'all, Darius. I know that's what's the cooking technique, but I've never seen nobody do that before. What you do? This man took a noodle, put it in his palm, and threw it at the cabinet to see if it was What? <laughs> you did that? Hey, yo. My uncle used to do that all the time. And I was y'all. like, that's why y'all just saw me. St- I was like. Yeah, that's how I was taught. Oh. I don't want to talk that way. <laughs> <laughs> Little brother said he won't talk that way. <laughs> so I guess that what that means is done if it sticks or something. That's, That's what I thought. I'm like, okay, I'm guessing that means he's like trying to see if it's done. But. He said, I've never seen that cooking technique. I, I see my uncle used to do that. That's funny. I've never seen nobody else do it, though, like outside of my family. So that's cool to it. see that. Wow. The more you know. You were shocked. Like, if you saw Javon's face, I was like, yo, you good? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm he has some explaining to do. That's funny. No, but that so is it done? Good. Oh, okay, say less. Hey, well, <laughs> that was the main answer. question I had. Is it done? So, yeah, that's that's it with the Cowboys and Saints game, man. We'll see what happens. The NFC East will be interesting throughout the rest of the year. The Saints have the NFC South still on lock pretty much and most likely still the number two seed in the NFC. But we'll see how the rest of the four games play out. So another game on the other side of the conference, though, in the AFC, that was good that went down to the wire, which was the Chargers versus the Steelers. The Chargers was getting their boots smoked. 23 to 7, won't it? Yeah. Well, and they were losing that game. Yeah. Wow. They were losing yeah. 23 to 7, and then the Chargers came back. I took that up as an L for them. Chargers came back and was up 30 to 23. Yo, isn't it the second week in a row that the Steelers have, like, got out to a quick lead and then, like, they just couldn't score after that? It seemed like. They lost. They didn't lose last week, did they? I think they lost. Who was the team that came back? They were beating them, like, 20 to 7 or 20 to 0. And the team came back and scored like twenty-one unanswered points or something. The only team I, I can think about was the Bucks. Game, it was somebody. It was I remember crazy. when the Bucks. Oh yeah, the Bucks. Did Bucks did lost in overtime though. They lost in overtime. I remember they were that was a couple weeks ago. That, that was, was like the beginning of the three, season. You sure? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like three weeks ago. I was like week four. Steelers, Steelers. Yeah, I was like week four. No, it won't Denver. But what is it? It was either the Denver or Jacksonville game. They were up by. It might have been the Denver game. They was up seventeen-zero. And Denver just mm. came and scored like three straight touchdowns. Just walked down on them. Nonetheless, man, it was my conclusion on the Chargers finally is I still don't think they found them a kicker. This is their seventh kicker in the last year and a half. Seventh kicker in the last year and a half. That's insane. Yo, tell me that's <laughs> like just not wild. 
Nonetheless, the end of the game, he missed the field goal, but it was offsides call. Mm. But he missed oh, it from yeah. thir- he missed it from I thirty, I think seven or thirty-five, something like that. He misses it offsides. The ball goes to the thirty-two. It gets blocked because it was offsides. It get moved up again. He kicks it. It was good. and It was offsides. The Steelers had three back-to-back offsides yeah. calls on them for the end of the game. But homeboy missed the first one. But yeah, they had three That's back-to-back, wild. two from the same player. I'm gonna say, bro, you give him that many chances, he's gonna end up hitting one of them. I mean, it was Damn. it was bad. The first one, the guy was by himself. The second time, it was like four people offsides at once. And then the third time, it was like three people off. So they were just wilding. Nonetheless, great win for the Chargers, though. Yeah, that was three, good. Man. And they won in Pittsburgh. That was a good win. I know me and you was talking, we was just like there has to be a team in the AFC to beat the Patriots and beat the Steelers. And we was like, oh, the Chiefs been playing well. The Texans been playing well. The Chargers been playing well. But you was like, until they actually go in the playoffs and actually take them out. That's me. I want to see you take them out in the playoffs. Yeah. No, but this is a good start. This lets me know you're – this lets me know, you know, you're ready to ball. But I need you to win in the playoffs. Yeah. That's just that's just how I roll. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's really only been those two teams. Exactly. So – I would love though if the Chargers could get it together and go up. I will fully root for Phillip, ex fantasy player. Same shout out, shout out to him. I rock with them and um, Derwin James. Look, he could be he could be an All Pro as a rookie. He's had the he has snaps everywhere on the field so far this year. Mm-hmm. As far as both safety positions, box safety, linebacker. Um, cornerback, nickel corner. Like, he's played every role on that team. That's pretty dope. It would have been nice if we could have drafted him. Yeah. I agree. I remember us talking about that. Yeah, no, Derwin is nasty, man. I respect him. Big ups to him, man. Great rookie year so far. Definitely defensive player of the year for as far as rookies go. I'm rolling. Hmm. What could have been? All right, so some other big news broke, fellas. This one was um, courtesy from TMZ itself. We have Kareem Hunt situation from February 10th. Snitches. He got into an altercation with a female in um, his hotel room. And a push happened. But he didn't push her, but he pushed one of his homies into her and then kicked her when she was down. And then right after that video released, see you later. The Chiefs cut him instantly. The NFL put him on a ban. And then the Chiefs cut him in immediately. Immediately. <laughs> wasting no time. How do y'all feel about this whole situation, man? <sighs> Unfortunate. Yeah. For real, for real. I mean, Boy, look, ain't it? Yeah, it sucks. I mean, honestly, like, man, I look at it a couple ways, man. I, for one, do not condone any violence towards men hitting women in any type of way. I felt like it was a little harsh. So, like, watching the video, it's his people was trying to, like, constrain him and everything like that, or restrain him. Shout out to his homies. Um, yeah, that's real friends. <laughs> the pushes, like, looking at it, like, thank goodness he ain't throw no punches. That kick was weak as hell. Yeah, that kick was like, get out of here, kick. Yeah, it was like, it, wasn't psh, like, it was like, psh. Psh. Like, 
type kick. Like a stomp. Like I'm, I'm trying to cause bodily harm. I will, I will say he was very aggressive towards her though. But we're looking at it like, oh, he was doing X, Y, and Z. But it's, it, it's both parties too. Like nobody's. I haven't heard anybody say like, yo, what was she? She, she had to do something to make him react like that. We don't know the, I don't know the full story. When they said she wouldn't leave or something, but I don't know what the whole context of the whole situation is. So it's kind of still like, nobody really knows exactly what happened in f- like full detail. But obviously, like you said, something triggered him to react that way. Yeah, it was something her. like she wouldn't leave, and then a racial slur was spoken, and Kareem Hunt turned up. Basically, that's what it sounds like. But it's like so vague that you. I don't think she yeah. knew who like he actually was either though. Cause it was a video of her like talking to the police or something, and she was just like, uh, "What? What's his name? What's his name?" Or something like she won't like saying his name, so I don't think she knew his name. I, I could be wrong, but that's I what I got from that. Video of that. Yeah, it's a video of her like talking just, to the police. I just think it's weird how the, all of a sudden the video just comes out of nowhere though. Come on, they almost a year, almost a year ago. Yeah, this shit happened in what January, February, yeah, January, February, February tenth. And then the charges, everything, they already went through the whole legal process. And then, like, what? Like you said, this past week. They, like, where the did the thing video is, come the from? Chiefs in the, in the NFL, they knew about the video. Yeah. I, don't think they, I don't think they've seen it, but I they knew they about had it. To. They've had to see it. Yeah, they've probably seen it. I can't say they didn't see it. That After that Ray Rice situation, yeah. and they were in a hotel, they know there's cameras in the hotel. Sure. There's no way you're going to tell me that they didn't. Yeah, they, they didn't see that whole thing. You know how it goes? You don't think the video is going to get released. The moment the video gets released, gotta, that's when everything yeah, changes. That's when you got to... Because Ruben Foster got charged for domestic violence. Yeah. There's no video, and he got picked up. Exactly. Yeah. Video yeah. drop of Ruben Foster is over. But they were saying, though, that um, Kareem Hunt was... Um, he lied about what happened or something like yeah, that. That's the reason why they let him go. So if, if you didn't see the... Vid, like it, it, Everything would have had to add up like then. You know, it's funny. Like, that's what's not making sense for me. They said the same thing for Ray Rice, though. Ray Rice told him exactly of everything that would happen. And then when that the video be. got released, the Raven said that Ray Rice wasn't fully truthful in the situation. And that could but be he told you exactly yeah, what happened. Themselves. You got to save face. Because think about it. If it has been over a year ago, mm. like it all looks bad on your part as far as the Chiefs and the NFL go. You got to do something to throw, you yeah. know, to throw the curve off. Because you know Kareem Hunt isn't going to bash you. Because Kareem Hunt has to save face as well if he ever thinks he wants to play another down in the league. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to be like, they saw the video, da 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 He's got to be like PC. Yeah. Because if he's not, then he's in trouble. And um, what was I about to say? Um, like I said, I, I, I'll say this over and over just to make sure, like, yo, I don't condone violence when it comes to beating women. I don't. None of us do here at this table. I think the punishment was a little extreme. I would have at least started off at like maybe like a four game suspension and then reevaluate reevaluated it after the season is over. Cause the way the Chiefs just like got rid of them, y'all don't they don't want to win. They don't want to win. You got your you got one of the best running backs in the league. You just gonna let them go. People make mistakes, I understand. It's not like I said, like, he he didn't it, – it was bad, but it wasn't extremely bad. It could have been a lot worse. I'm glad it wasn't. But the Chiefs don't want to win. I feel you. But I do have to say one thing. Kareem Hunt knows that this is still his fault. 
mm-hmm. because yeah. he had more than enough opportunities to get out of that situation. Yeah. Once his, his homeboys got in the way, he could have been like. grabbing him. He pushed his homie out the yeah, way. He, he went back a couple he, times. He pushed his homie into her. Yeah, That's how did. she felt. Like, he had too many opportunities to get out of that situation. I understand, like, you know, the anger and all that Heat goes to a different world. But you had way too many chances or way too many opportunities to get yourself out of that pickle. You got more to lose, too. Exactly. You got to get out of there. And, you know, with these camps, the way that they do these black athletes, they out to get you. So it's just like you got to make sure you get it at all times. Going to make an example out of you. Did y'all have anything else about that Kareem Hunt? Nah, man. I, I just hope it works out for everybody, you know, in the long run. Chiefs. The, the chick and him. Chiefs count them out. So, aside from the Chiefs, who you think uh, top three top three teams now are who in the AFC? Because Chiefs is done. I ain't going to say I still done. won't say they're done because they, they got Sandrick West back. Um, a free, a Spencer Ware. And, and Spencer Ware, he – both of them been on the team before. Yeah, so they both know the Chiefs' offense under Andy Reid. So I won't say they're out they out of it. Ain't Kareem Hunt though. I mean, but they've been winning in spite of Kareem Hunt. So, but they're gonna like that's that's gonna you know what He's that's gonna the be bonus at this point. That's like having an injury on your team. Let's see how they bounce back from it. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna come out of the AFC though. It'll be tough. Oh, it'll be definitely hard for them. But you know what matters? It's one of those playoff games. One of those running backs has one of those phenomenal games. Yeah, if they if they come out of AFC, I give it to them. I shut my mouth quick, but I don't see them. But it would out be. The AFC. But if you would say outside of the Chiefs, the top three would go as Patriots, Steelers, and then um, Chargers. Yeah. Texans up there too, though. That's a, like yeah. Florida. You gotta put the Texans. It's between the Texans. They're the, the hottest Chargers. team right now. They are. I guess. I love the Texans. Look, I love Deshaun Watson. We'll see. We'll see that. Round one, we'll know what the Texans are about. Round one, for sure, we'll know what they're about. Mm, they might not have to. Oh, round one or wild Round card. one of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, the playoffs. But depending on, um, depending on how everything finish out, they might get a bye. Come on, the Texans? The Texans. They, it's possible. They could sneak in there, honestly. No, it's possible. It's going to determine. Chiefs right now is like locked. They not locked either. They not locked, but I'm just I saying like saying. this. But, um, yeah, no, because it's close. Like, the Texans are 9-3. and three, The Patriots are 9-3. and three, The Chargers are 9-3. and three, And then the Steelers are 7-4 and four and 1. So, it's definitely tight up there. Yeah. So, if they don't get a first round by, then that's what I would say. I would say round one in a wild card is going to determine some stuff. All right, fellas, but y'all know what time it is. Monday night football predictions. Somebody got a drum roll drop, for us? Where I dropped two. And we um, all dropped. No, we didn't. Y'all picked the well, Eagles. We picked the Eagles. Um, I'm thinking about the goddamn uh, yeah. Saints game for some, some reason. Some goddamn on something, yeah. <laughs> Are we tied or am I up? I think y'all might be tied now. We tied. But I call well, it. Welcome you. back. So yeah, welcome what is the record back. now? Welcome back. <laughs> um, so you got me and Adrian both at nine and five. Okay, trash. And five. then you got the Hawk coming back. Javon eight and six, baby. Wait, I mean, what? I, I was only two games behind. He was. Oh, damn. So when you lost that game, because I lost the one that y'all two picked, and then he won with the game you lost. So Javon's coming back. Damn. Yo, this look at this though. It's nine and five and eight and six. We got four games left. Every game is about to be crucial for yeah. the rest of the season. We're going to yeah. have to pick right. Our predictions are good, though. 
I were above five hundred easily. Our picks yeah. are good. And for I didn't have two close calls where if a player so go my way, I might be ahead of y'all because I lost two games off of like last second. Pump play. your brakes. <laughs> what <do> you mean? <laughs> what one, one, one of the joints? My team. We played Green Bay. Forty-nine. Yeah, almost yeah. won that one. And then and when we one. picked your 49ers to win, and the Giants won, I picked the Giants. We know. Okay. I mean, I pick. I was just being homer, but I picked because I just thought y'all could win that game. Yeah, but it's all good. We, we lost that game, Javon, but we we back on. But nonetheless, who we got? We on your heels. We got Minnesota versus the Seahawks for Monday Night Football this week. Mm. I'm going Seahawks. I got Seahawks as well. Shout out Jerron Brown had two. You, you want to switch touchdowns. up? My bad. Get your plug one more time. Yeah, shout out Jerron Brown. He had two uh, receiving touchdowns last week. That's what's up. He did. Big ups down. Uh, no, nah, I'm going Seahawks. All right, I am too. I just wanted to know if you wanted to switch. Because Kirk Cousins is a traitor. Okay, that makes sense. Javon. Yeah, shout out Kirk, though. What you got? And RG3. Going Minnesota. All right, that's enough. That's enough. You going with the Vikes? Uh, look at him trying to come back. Yeah. <laughs> If he picks the Vikings, pump your brakes. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of it like this: we okay. put up over 400 yards against them. Kirk Cousins is a way better QB than anything we got. What do you mean? Allegedly, no. Kirk Cousins ain't playing good to me. Is he's he not playing, playing well? Bad either, because he should be <laughs> he should be playing better than what he's playing. I mean, yeah, with but the, with his offensive weapons, the offensive line, that defense behind him, Kirk Cousins should be playing a lot better than what he's doing. I agree, but he'll I lose can't you the game bad. I mean, uh, he he needed he needed to calm his picks down a little bit, but he still has a. That's bad. He has nine. <laughs> okay, good talk. But okay, nonetheless, bro, it's you nine interceptions ain't bad. How many touchdowns? Twenty-three. It could be it t- touchdowns could be, could be better. Of touchdowns. course, no, of course, better. it could be worse. No, well, but he walked into Sorry. this situation where it should be his numbers should be way better. True. He has no excuses like for his numbers to be low. It'd probably be more interceptions if you I understood like, you know, if his team wasn't good or if his, he didn't have the team to back him up to produce those numbers. Mm-hmm. But he has no excuse to not be playing phenomenal, in my opinion. But whatever the case may be, I understand. I understand your reasoning because you had a fourth or whatever string quarterback play. And like the Seahawks, I think it de- I think for him the reason why they're struggling on offense is because they don't really have much of a run game, and I feel like that's kind of like making them force more in the passing game. But I don't know. That's why. At least, what I'm but at least at. he has a clean pocket. Where McKinnon at? He's is on he? our team, but he's hurt. Oh yeah, he was, he was on. I'm, I don't know. I still think he was on Dalvin Cook. Yeah, they got Dalvin Cook and uh, Latavius Murray. Yeah, but they ain't really. They, they played so much better last year. They ran so much better. Yeah, they well, Cook not didn't play. Well. Cook got hurt. But um, passing wise, they good money though. Yeah, they got. That's what I'm saying. Like their receivers and the tight end, they got a team. I mean, they got. So you said, pa- already you said passing, passing. The Vikings are good. Yeah, they're, they're so that doesn't sound like that. Kirk, that's Kirk Cousins' fault. I don't feel like they're losing because of Kirk Cousins. I never said that. That's. His I opinion. don't think he's. I don't think he's playing as good as he should be playing. I, I feel like he that, could play gonna, better, but I don't he feel like should. he's playing bad. He has a 99.1 QB rating, 23 oh. touchdowns. Not bad. Like, he got Adam Thielen got over 1,000 yards already. The Stephon Diggs not too far behind. Like, their defense is – the defense isn't playing to me as well as I would expect, but they're still solid. Yeah. Their defense isn't looking like they were a year ago. Yeah, last year their defense was wild. Oh, hold on. Let me hit my dance again. Adrian said come back here next week with my dance. 
Well, like I said, Vikings. <laughs> you said what? You told me last week when I told you I was going to tie you up, you said do that dance again next week. <laughs> so I had to bust my dance out one time for you. I you bet you won't. Shit. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bop. I do the money dance. <laughs> but I'm um, all right. So we got Javon going with the Vikings. And you got myself and Adrian going with the Seahawks. So either it's going to be a two-game lead on Javon Probably. or it's going to be a three-way tie. Going into next week. Doubtful. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, so we'll see what happens during all that Monday night football jazz. But switching gears into basketball, we have a new update from Markel Fultz. Looks like we finally figured out what's wrong with him. Anybody know how to pronounce that? No. I don't <laughs> have the name in front of me. I, I just know it's a neuro injury. Uh, I would say it's thoracic. That sounds about right. Thoracic outlet syndrome. And they say that it affects nerves between the neck and shoulder, resulting in abnormal functional movement and range of motion, thus severely impacting a shot in basketball. You say between the neck and shoulder? Yeah. And it all all makes sense, man. Finally. And it says what? He's going to only be projected out three to six weeks or something like that? No, it's it's indefinitely. Yeah, it's indefinitely, but they said it's treatable. Yeah. I well, I don't know. You might have seen something. He's starting physical therapy immediately, mm-hmm. and um, so maybe that's they, where they the just said he's gonna be working with. Um, yeah, I saw indefinitely the Lakers yeah. former former Lakers therapist that you that worked with Kobe and um, Elton Brand back in the day on I guess on their shoulders or whatever. So mm. I mean, maybe that might help him out. That's interesting. Well, yeah. I'm hoping for the best of him in that situation. Me too. I mean, because he's too talented not to. You know. Yeah, at first when I first was like reading it. I was just like, damn. Like, when it said neuro, I was just like, oh, he's done. But when I heard it was treatable, I was like, all right, he good. That's good to hear, though. I'm glad it's nothing extreme, though. Yeah. Me too. Spy, hang in there, brother. Hang in there. <laughs> Y'all will be tenders. good. Exactly. Y'all still be good. Mm. All right, so we got um a new head coach was fired on the horizon. <laughs> and it comes from none other than the East Coast, baby. <laughs> well, Midwest, if you want to be specific. His name. It's Fred <laughs> Hoiberg. Say it with me. Hoiberg. Say it with me one time. Hoiberg. Hoiberg. <laughs> that easy. You want to go join? I'm going to let you have your fun, dog. <laughs> I'm going to just let you have all of that. So Look. Look, my Boy, he's gone. Who got intern head coach? Yeah, it was um the assistant Randy Brown. He resigned. Jim Boylan. That's what I thought. I okay. said Brown on accident, but I thought it was Boylan. Uh, he's going to be our intern head coach for this year. Uh, mm. For the rest of the season, his goal is to win out. He's talked to Jabari Parker about and playing better and improving his capabilities and all that. I don't really care. Um, I'm happy Hoiberg's gone. I'd have been okay with him staying until the rest of the season, though, before we got rid of him. You know, I know I bash him a lot and say he deserved to be fired, but he could have lasted throughout the rest of the year, especially without having Chris Dunn and Marketing. I was yeah. cool with that. Did y'all win when marketing came back? No. We got smoked by the Rockets. <laughs> Rockets blew us out, boy. Did marketing at least look solid? Or? He didn't really play much. Oh, okay. So it, it really wasn't. Them back in. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like, okay, marketing's playing 25 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, and it was looking great for us. But, you know, but at the end of the day, I hope he don't mess up the tank plans because right now we number three <laughs> for the draft pick. Tank for Zion. I'm on the board. Hashtag Tank for Zion. No, let me not say that. Give me another college basketball player I can say Tank for. Because last year I said Tank for MPJ and I didn't get him. So I got Cam Reddish. 
Yeah, but I can't say certain people like that because that position. Uh, what's the names? What's the names? I don't care. Uh, but Bobo. I do, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobo. Because mm, nah, I got Wendell Carter at the five. But, okay, so let's just say him, though, and we, we won't get him. And then what's we'll my, end up getting Zion. What's my man's from? Uh, I would be mad with Bobo, though. From uh, Gonzaga. Hirsch. What's his name? Hirsch. I don't um, want nobody I from Gonzaga. Yeah, though he was anyway. I yeah, I know. That's why I try to I try to run away from it. Nonetheless, um, Hoiberg got fired. Um, he they say you know he didn't have his talent this year or whatever. He's had his talent before and didn't win. He's he, he wasn't an NBA coach in my opinion. Great college coach, perfect for recruiting his mid major players and whatnot. He did what he could in Chicago, but I just don't think he transitioned well enough to be an NBA coach. He tried to be too buddy-buddy with the front office. Our front office is terrible. We have one of the worst front offices in the NBA, and it, will never, it won't change for so long until somebody resigns, which will be who knows when. Because no matter how bad my bulls are, we show up to games. We still sell out games. We're packing out the house. We're not running away. We're true-bred true fans. So, yeah, that's where we stand. No more Hoiberg. Like I said, I just don't think he was meant to play on that NBA level as far as the coach goes. Bless, bless, bless. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what comes out of this. Um, Boylan, hopefully, he just makes us competitive as we lose. I want to be competitive, though, still. I still want my young boys to ball. I want Levine to still become an all-star no matter how bad of a season we're having. They can't take that away from him or whatnot. But um, until that front office changes – Unless we get another coach that's going to be a player's coach like how Tom Thibodeau was, he shot, he blocked the front office from the players, in which that's what you needed. Mm-hmm. Without that, he, he's too much of a yes – he was too much of a yes-man for the front office. Yet again, a lot of people don't know as well, Fred Hoiberg used to play for the Bulls and played His with them. Sound familiar. So that's how they know him in the relationship that's with their yes – so people know who Hoiberg is through the organization. So he was like a friend of the you know organization and all that jazz. But yeah, that's interesting. I never knew that. Fun we're, fact. We're finally under fire though about our front office. Like NBA execs are saying, you know, they didn't handle the situation right. They don't handle none of their coaching situations right between the Thibodeau and his situation. So hopefully we can take some eyes and it ain't gonna change nothing. Hopefully, AD, hopefully we get it together so the following year AD come to us. But yeah, that's all I got about Hoiberg. I talked too much about him. That was interesting. Well, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah, man. I wasn't expecting it, but if you happy, more power to you. I'll be happy if we get that top pick and I get Zion. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, um, shout out Duke. Let's get into that rookie watch. Hey, shout out Duke. That's Wendell Carter. But um, let's talk about a little bit of the rookie watch and whatnot. Um, I know Adrian's been wanting to talk about Luca for a while. Hey, he been he been balling, man. Um, he's been playing some good games, putting up numbers. I don't know all his stats. Let me pull up his stats real quick. You got it. What you looking up, Javon? I'm just looking up random stuff. Man. Okay. I just look at random stats sometimes. Matt Harping popped in my head for some reason, and I was wondering how much he averaged. So I looked <laughs> it up. I was like, dang, he averaged 18 points a game at one point. It'd be funny when you go back and you can see that stuff. God damn. You're like, when did he do that? All right, so Luca right now, he's averaging – 18.5 points per game, 6.5 rebounds, and 4.3 assists per game. Pretty good. That's pretty good. 18.5 points per game. And he's only 19. That sounds like he's either – it sounds like that's the second second highest points per game on the team, though. I could be wrong. I haven't looked at the Mavs 
What's I the think name? I think he might be leading the team. But he, yeah, he might. But I was gonna say on the Mavs team that could be leading the squad because DeAndre Jordan. I don't think he's gonna give you over twenty. Mm-mm. And Harrison no, Barnes. But yeah, about right. DeAndre Jordan, did you see that he actually is shooting very well from free throw range this year? Yeah, well, it's well, going so under what? the radar. No, he's averaging like eighty something percent. What's so under the radar. He's shooting underhand. No, he said he's. I guess he finally started really practicing that joint. From what I heard today. Dallas, their coaching staff has a really good free throw shooting coach, and it's helping uh, DJ a lot. Mm. Like, Yeah, man, DJ, you know, right now he averaging seventy five percent from a uh, free throw range right now, which is a, you know, beyond a career high for him. That's wild. That's super wild. Like last year he was fifty eight, and for his career he's forty five. So. Trash. And ain't like he only you know taking a couple. He's shooting what about four a game, so he's just hitting them more. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good though, man. That's him, a huge you know, improvement. Took him years. He's probably shooting better than LeBron right now. That might not be a lie. <laughs> yeah, if you in the 80s. I mean, he's not in the 80s, but, I mean, LeBron only shoot like 74%. LeBron averaging 71%. Oh, wow. That's, That's crazy. Trash. What? LeBron's never been a – Oh, know. yeah. He's yeah, never, never been a great, but the fact that DeAndre Jordan shooting better than LeBron from the free throw line? Hey, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, we, got, I mean, we got new king. And he only averaging like about a shot and a half more. <laughs> There's a new king in town. <laughs> hey, he, he just walked over that. I don't care about LeBron. <laughs> oh, God. You ain't a real Laker fan. I am a real Laker fan. I'm just not a LeBron fan. He's on my team, so I root for him. But Interesting. I don't really get butt hurt when people talk about him like that. Hmm. <laughs> now, we were talking about Bean on the hand. Yeah, we're going to talk. Javon take a shirt off yeah, we, for we, Bean. going to come at Bean. I saw, you, I saw you retweet one of them random stats from Kobe. Oh, when he uh dropped 40 points in nine straight games? Yeah. I remember that. I remember Gilbert dropped 61 on him. Yeah, okay. That's one game. Yeah, that's all I need. That's one game, bro. <laughs> that's cool. He 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 cooked Kobe that game. He it's did. funny. Like, I watched those highlights like maybe a month ago. It was good. Yeah. I mean, Kobe got his, but Kobe Gilbert said got his. Good Gilbert yeah. will never do it again. I said, that's some Kobe stuff. Yeah, right you got me this yeah. time. Yeah, no. that was good. That was good. Did it ever happen again? Because they got guilt with that because he wanted to try to shoot up people. That's some dumbass. <laughs> hey, uh, hey shout out to Gilbert, though. I fool with his podcast. No chill Gil. Yeah, no chill Gil. Yeah, it is good. He has a good mind state or a good opinion on it. Yeah, his new one, I was listening to, he had Swaggy P up there with him. Oh, word? Yeah. Word. It's pretty funny. You I got to check, they I gotta check that out. So, yeah, check that out when y'all get a chance. Hmm. We're plugging podcast. Shout out uh, Player Circle I was about to say Since yeah, we plug in, If you're going to plug them Shout out Player Circle <laughs> Got to plug in the homies out At the Player Circle Podcast Hopefully y'all checked out Episode 11 featuring um, Lon From the Player Circle Podcast Yeah man He be talking a little crazy sometimes But that's my guy Who Lon? Yeah <laughs> That was good That was good having the uh, The new Laker And the old Lakers 
He's not a Cavs. new anything. He's a, he's a LeBron fan. Because he's a Cavs fan. We make sure yeah, we get exactly. that clear. He's a Cavs, Cavs fan. He's a Cavs fan. That's why I wanted to make sure before grown, he left out of here. Grown men aren't allowed to be a fan of two two teams heavily, like two main teams. You, you, you got to pick one. You can like other teams, but you Yeah, you can like a, a Western Conference team. team. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, so let's talk about these NBA standings. So in a Western Conference, even if you're if you're the second to last team as Adrian spoke about, that means you have minimum one eleven games, and that means you're only five and a half games out of first place in the West, which will be the Utah Jazz being eleven and thirteen. The only team that's completely out of it and that's just buns is the Phoenix Suns. Trash boat. But like. If you look at the ninth team in the East, which would be the Washington Wizards, Ooh. no shots. There ain't no shots. We're doing better. But um, they're nine and a half games out of the first place spot. And that's number nine compared to second to the yeah. last in the West. That's if five we, and a half. If we were West, we'd be 14. Yeah. We'd be 14 if we were in a Western Conference. But we're ninth in the East right now. We're like a game and a half, two games out of a spot. We got time. Yeah, you're a game and a half. No, it's life for y'all. I, when you look at the East standings, though. Toronto. Toronto. Kawhi got Kyle Lowry looking good, too. And vice versa. Likewise with the Pistons. The Pistons are playing well, too. Yeah, they they have. I told you, man, the way Casey was going to have them yeah. boys looking good. Yeah. They say Blake averaging a career high in points right now. Really? How many? 25. Hmm. Yeah, he gonna do his. Well, he I'm averaging fine. 15, 15 rebounds. Who? Uh, Drummond. Well, he averaging like sixteen, man. That nigga's a rebound machine. He can get rebounds. In he averaging eighteen and, and sixteen. Ridiculous. Both of them. Sh- both of them should make the way that both of them playing right now. They should make the All Star. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're I definitely All Stars. In my eyes, I definitely agree. We'll see what happens, but they should both make it. Especially if you remain like that top four, top three seeds or whatever. Mm-hmm. They should be okay. They should be able to get both in the middle. I mean, Joel going to be a starter. Yes. At the center position, but yes. yeah. DeAndre should definitely be a backup. Yeah. I agree. Um, it's possible they actually probably both going to come off the bench. They're not both. Either one of them going to probably start. Who going to start? Giannis is going to be the four. But Drew. what's the names of five? I'm saying but you know Blake they don't do it like that. Oh, Blake and oh, you talking about both of them? Oh, okay, both of okay, them yeah. are gonna be. Um, then neither one of them. Are yeah, be what's the name? Giannis plays a four. Yeah, but that's all. I but meant. also, like he said, you know they don't specify center when they do the voting and shit like oh, that. Oh, what is it? It's the just front court players. <laughs> the voting. <laughs> this nigga always coming at somebody. I rock it with that. He is not gonna let nobody live. You right? Dang. Anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Always interrupting me when I'm in the middle of a thought too. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I can't remember now. <laughs> uh, something about voting. No, <laughs> it wasn't about voting. <laughs> Y'all stupid, man. Yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of, I know we were talking about um teams in the East. Celtics ain't looking like we thought they was gonna be looking. Celtics are six in the conference, being thirteen and ten. They're tied with Indiana Pacers that are fifth, and then they're. Two games away from Detroit from being fourth. Yeah. They on the three-game win streak, though. So, I mean, they've been playing yeah. a little bit better recently. The Eastern Conference is going to have to, like, we're going to see what they're made out of after All-Star break. Yeah. But you knew the Celtics. I mean, we know Brad Stevens is a good coach and all, but we're talking about inserting two people 
into the starting line. Yeah, I was going to say gonna you change the dynamics. Of you that have team. a different team this year than last year, so so you got to let them, you know, get cohesive. Shout out to Morris though. Um, Morris is like top fifteen, if I'm not mistaken, in like three point percentages. You talking about? You talking about Marcus Morris? Yes. From the Celtics? Yes. Okay. Shout out, shout out, Keith from the Wizards. My bad. You know, it's talking about the Celtics, man. (laughs) No, no, I think he said Marquise. No beef. So yeah, man, the 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 standards are tight, man. We'll see, we'll see how this plays around. The West changes every day. The Nuggets go from being the top team to the Clippers, the The Thunder. The Grizzlies had a time period up there. I don't think that's going to come you in said a little the Clippers? bit. Yeah. Clippers. The Clippers. So, we'll see what happens going down the line. Um, but, fellas, um, got a little bit of extra time on the hand. Y'all listening to any new music that's dropped lately? Well, you know, everybody listening to the new Meek that came out. Meek so. Project was pretty cool, though, man. I enjoyed it, though, for real. Look, I was talking to Adrian yesterday and whatnot, and he was telling me about the Meek Project. He was like, yeah, man. Meek Project was pretty good, man. I said, whoa. I said, yo, if Adrian says the Meek Project's good, Meek might got a, might got something on his hands. I fucked with it. It was The intro was good. It was. You know, Meek always good with the intro, so. Interesting sample choice, though. Yeah, definitely interesting. He's still yelling on like 60% of the album, but. That's just Meek, man. Yeah, it's just Meek. You can't kind of run from that. You can't, you can't listen to that when you uh, try and relax and go to sleep. No. Heck no. You don't, listen, <laughs> you don't put Meek Mill on. I would avoid that one. You put a lot more people on before you put him on. If you put Meek on when you trying to wake up in the morning. Or you working out oh, that. or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I remember I used to run the pandemonium every day, man. Yeah, you do. Every day you I used to run the pandemonium. Active or like cleaning the house or something. What's your favorite joint off there, though? Besides like... The typical. The typical one that I mean, everybody's been saying. Yeah, yeah. Nah, like I, I like the Meek album as well because... Uh, I fool with Uptown Vibes. That one's dope. I like the, um, I like the horns. What else did I like? I like uh, Cold Hearted Part Two. Mm. His sample. He been, oh yeah, the last one. Yeah, he's doing a lot of samples mm-hmm. on this project too. Um, Trauma was good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I see. Of course, was free was straight. Y'all like the joint with Drake? All right, it was it was cool. It's gonna it's gonna probably do well later down the road. Yeah, the yeah. Cardi joint sound like a club banger. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, I mean, the joint with LMA was cool, so I can see him pushing that as a single. Yeah, yeah. Nah, um, I think I like Trauma. I think Trauma and Cold Hearted Two are my are my favorite ones. A hundred well, summers like there as well. Oh yeah, he's a dead president sample. Like for me, like this was a. This was a good album because he gave you everything I guess you would need. He would give you your singles. Yeah. He gave you your club bangers. Especially from me. Like, and he then. Gave he, you little, the little love song. Not yeah. Not a love song, but you know. It was one song up there. He was like singing and trying to harmonize. I said, this is trash. I forgot like, what song. I don't even want to try to think what song it was. It was just cool for me, like me being a Meek Mill fan. And like, it made me want to go listen to some older Meek. Because that's what the that's what the mindset he put me in. So I was like, oh, this is good because he gave me something I can enjoy. Yeah. Like it's not just an album that ain't for me or whatnot. I like his content, his material. It was definitely improved. It was good. You still got some of that hungry Philly rap, and you still got some of that conscious rap in there. You had, you know, it was mm-hmm. a good, it was good mix, man. He gave you a little bit of everything. I was proud. I was proud. Is there anything else, y'all fellas, um, been listening to? Uh, Crick. 
He been dropping some music that's been pretty dope. All right, so I got a question for my man Crit. I'm a, I don't get on Twitter too much, but I'm gonna tweet that man tomorrow. I'm gonna try to remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the first set of his EP, or however you're gonna call these three songs that he dropped, there's a song. The intro is called King Part Six, right? When was ever King Part Five released? Was, don't ask me. What was Part Four released? Part Four was on. It's been that. It's better that way. Mixtape. Was that the one where he was walking road? on the trail? Yes. Okay. That's when part four was, and that's actually my favorite one. Hmm. I ain't never listened to that project like that. I did. We went to the concert. He was doing stuff from. Dang, I do see a. I don't see a part five. I've never seen a King part five, and I've been trying to figure it out for like the past. <laughs> ever since he dropped part six. Unless it was on the last. Unless he was. It was another. On another project, and it was just titled something different, but it was part of that series. You know how they do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to tweet him, and hopefully he clarifies that up. I want to hear – I like all the King parts. Uh, don't get me mistaken on that. But I was looking for part five. When he seen six, I was like, oh, okay, we got King part six. Then after I listened to it, I was like, oh, this go. I went back and listened to it again, and then like I was like, wait. I'm going to go listen to the last one. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. that was part four. Yeah. And I listened to it again, and I was like, no, this is part four. Then I went on a hunt for part five, and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. That was similar to it. Unless he got it, and he didn't release it yet, or he just never released it. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a, it was just an interesting fun fact for me. Uh, but shout out to Crit, though, man. Crit's been putting out some good music. I'm hoping he drops some early quarter one. I'm a big Crit fan, so I'm hoping I get some of that mm-hmm. quarter one. Chance put out two new songs, too. One of them was I. I heard about it, but I haven't listened to none of his stuff or whatever. You said it was I though? Yeah, it was I. Like I was saying. It kind of reminded me of some, like, I don't know if I'd say acid rap, but, like, the way his flow was was, was pretty cool. Word. One out of the two. I don't know. Chance sometimes for me recently has been hit or miss. So, I, I like that I might need security joint, though, but. Other than that, yeah. I feel you, Bonner. Kate dropped. That was smooth. He got a song with Ty Dolla Sign. That was pretty cool. Ty Dolla Sign can really jump on anything, and it'd be dope. Did anybody uh, listen to the new Earl joint? No, I didn't, I didn't listen it. to it. Um, I seen the track list, and I seen, like, the length of it. Like all the songs look like a minute thirty seven, and it was like forty seven seconds. I could be wrong about that. It do say like twenty five minutes for the whole joint. So Man. yeah, I'm just probably like a minute or two. Yeah, like the songs weren't long at all. From from what I heard before the project dropped, I don't know if it's an album or what. I just call things projects now. Before the project dropped, I heard like a few songs. I couldn't do it. It just sounded, uh, it just sounded off from what I heard. I was just like, nah, I'm good on that. I gave it a shot, but I was just like, nah. But, yeah. I told myself I'm going to go give it a listen just because of how short it is. I can at least listen to a few songs. But I was just confused on that whole process about the time. Like, just if you're going to do a seven-song album, just do that. Yeah. Six-song, eight-song, whatever the case may be. Just knock it out like that. what he was going for, but I don't really pay attention to him like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, see Ski Mask drop something J.I.D. Jid Couple couple months Is it Jid or J.I.D.? I say Jid That's I what say, I call him I say J.I.D. But I don't know if it's I hope I, I don't know which way it is uh, His one was nice it's yeah, sa- it's Sonically his. it sounded really well 
But I, I it was solid. Listen to it, even though he do be sound like Kendrick a little bit. But that's what everybody's saying. I saw one guy on Twitter. It was just, I was just scrolling. It was just like if you comparing, that's like a lazy analysis. Somebody was like, that's a lazy analysis for everybody that tries to compare um, him to that Kendrick comparison. And I was just like, I don't think it's lazy. He legit sounds like him sometimes, in my opinion. Like not like he sounds like him, but the way he can flow in, like change his voice sometimes, he kind of sounds like Kendrick. Like I, I feel like that's not really lazy. It's just first listen. Like somebody might actually mistake him for being Kendrick. That's the way I look. At I kind of get them vibes too, though. Like when you when you hear the way he does songs and stuff like that, it don't sound like Kendrick. But it's just like it's like I said, it's just the way he like the cadence manipulates his voice. Yeah, yeah, cadence yeah. And shit is like. And I'm not saying he's trying to copy Kendrick or anything like that, but it's just like they both have distinct voices, mm-hmm. and they just their voices are just very similar in that way. That's why, for me personally, I fool with Kendrick, but sometimes I can't really get with him because he changes voice too much for me. He used to do that all he the time. Did it. Like his um, to um, Good Kid, Mad City. His voice no, wasn't like Good Kid, Mad City, Sanction Eighty, uh-huh. all the early joint, early dedicated. Like he didn't really like do it all, but a lot of voice changes. Type he did stuff. it on the um that Monster Freestyle though. But you know it's funny, like when you say that, yeah, I know what you're talking about. His voice kind of went out. He sounded like Wayne. When he was doing that, yeah, sound like yeah. Wayne. It's funny because, like how you say, from now you can't like get with it, Kendrick all the way, but during that time period, a lot of people couldn't get with Kendrick because of his voice, because mm-hmm. his voice wasn't what it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like it's like a stranger, high pitched voice. I would say it was more of an awkward, unique voice. You know, even though he still had the flow, he still had everything. You know, the package, but a lot of people didn't like his voice then. Yeah, Kendrick doesn't really have the best sounding rap voice when you really think about it. <laughs> he's got very good bars and he flow and everything, but his voice I just his, himself is just like I think his it's, it's his flow that that carries Kendrick. I love Kendrick, yeah. but I really think like what like carries Kendrick a lot is his flow. Like I agree. He for me honestly, he has like probably like the best flow in the game. So that's something that like makes him. Puts him over a lot of people, yeah. but like Cole has a way better rap voice. Yeah, but I mean, you know, some people feel like Cole better, some people feel like Kendrick better. It's all about preference or opinion. True. Yeah, at the end of the especially when it comes to music. Yeah, music is all subjective, so it sure is. Mood driven. Yeah, mood. <laughs> Yo, just what music, you like is what you like. Yeah, music could be anything. And then for some underground music as well, I know we talked about uh, Crit because he's independent, but Currency and Gibbs gave us a good EP. Yeah, that was a good, yeah. like maybe a month or so ago. Yeah. yeah. Fetty? Yeah, that was a good mix. That was a good EP. You can put that on. There you go. You can just put that on and let that one just ride out. Mm-hmm. I, I like, was it Saturday? What's it called? Saturday Night Special. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite joint off there. That's a super standout. If you put that on and drive around and roll the windows down, <laughs> dog. You feel invincible. That's like one of those songs. Like at least yeah. to me, like you feel invincible listening to that song. It's smooth, man. The whole project's smooth as hell too. You need to go listen to Roddy Rich though. Uh, how do you spell his name? You'll probably record. like him because he's an LA person he, or yeah. Cali person. Yeah, Roddy Rich shit is. When it when it solid. comes to these oh, those style you rappers, about him before which one? Which, what's his new project? Oh, this one, Feed the Streets. Not the Phil project. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out Phil out there. Yeah, feed, feed the streets too. Yeah, you told me about this. Roddy Rich. When you told me you like Mozzie, that's when I was yeah, like, oh, Mozzie yeah. cool, man. Y'all listen to the, y'all will listen to them if they're from the West. So I, I think you'll like Y'all are some West Coast liking motherfuckers. What you dog. mean? Y'all is. That motherfucker for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad. I was just like, that's what West Coast. I don't like know. For me, it's just like, I don't know. It's just that the sound of the music is like. It's different. It's definitely yeah. distinct. You, you like the bounce. Yeah, yeah. really. It's the bounce. Because I feel like, uh, you know, I still like. New York rap to me ain't the same as what it used to be. So, New York Matt was built on like lyrics and lyricism and stuff like that, but nowadays there's not like a whole lot of that going on. So, and the re- production as well. Yeah, the th- yeah, exactly. The beats aren't even yeah. like New York sounding. Like they so. they stole a lot of their sound from the South. Well, the underground shit is still New York rap. Yeah, like Benny. Like Benny just dropped a new project yeah. in one night. Yeah, his was mainstream shit. New York then lost the sound probably like ten years ago. Yeah, like. I mean, you got motherfuckers like Rocky, who, prime example, everybody, especially, well, it started with, like, I would say after, like, 50 Cent, everybody from New York started biting the South. Yeah, and shit. for sure. Because that's, that's what was hot. And when it comes to hip-hop and shit, um, especially nowadays, it's just easy just to follow the trends to mm-hmm. try to get success. Stay, rele- stay relevant. It don't work for everybody. I mean, it worked, like I said, it worked for Rocky. It worked for uh, Young M.A. Fab. Fab, um, but I mean, for the most part, even Jay to an extent. Yeah, I mean, he stay relevant by now. He don't really hop on ways, but like he still, you know, throw a verse on somebody joint or something like that, and like yeah, dibble and dabble in it a little bit right. to an extent. Maybe not like Drake does, you know, Drake. No, no, that's that's two different well, worlds. Yeah, exactly. Drake don't sound the same the next time he comes out with something. Exactly. Just think about it though. Like when it comes in, in terms of New York, like their signature. Sound right now is probably fucking uh, the young MA Bobby Schmurter sound. Yeah, that's probably they shit right now. But yeah, as far as like everybody else, six nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far Unless as like everybody else, like and, and the thing is though, it's not catching. And like I said, the South been running shit since the past twenty for the past twenty years. Ever since Out, uh, Outcast won the goddamn Source Awards, and they walked on stage letting yeah. y'all know what time it was. <laughs> the South was here, baby. Yeah, we've been seeing ATL. Been, what up, though? Yep. Okay, yeah, okay. Houston seen, had a time. Yep. We've been seeing that switch, you know, gradually, and the South ain't basically been letting go the past maybe. I'll, I'll yeah. say twenty. Because Memphis even been back on the map. You got Block Boy. You got Money Bag. Uh, Still got Gotti. Youngster Gotti. Like True. Memphis has got yeah. like a couple people out there right now. Shout out my boy Black Boy, Black Boy. I mean, Black shout, boy. shout out to Dar uh That was a nice joining that tidbit um, for that New York rap speak. Make sure I just wanted to say that. Real quick though, I know we don't do a we don't do sleepers, but for the listeners though, what's something that y'all want them to go check out that you think they might not have listened to or overlooked? Whether it's a song or a project, like I said, Roddy Rich is something that a lot of people. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look into um, that. What else up here that I might have listened to recently? Well, bump that. I ain't even going. I ain't gotta look at my phone. So Jordan over here is a big battle rap fan. Um, a little tidbit for y'all. If anybody else out there enjoys battle rap, uh, line that was up here with us is a battle rap fan as well. But nonetheless, there's a there's some battle rappers that make real good music. A lot of people won't go listen to it because of the stigma around artists from battle rap and all that stuff. But 
let me give you one that makes music with artists that you'll like. I'm gonna say Sue Surf. He's a Jersey rapper from Newark. He got a new song with Mozzie. It's called Hell Talk. Mm. He spit that. They both kill it. It's a great track. I feel like that's a good song if somebody wants to if somebody wants to get into him. But there's plenty of songs that he does. He's done songs with Wale. He was, I think he's the first person to ever get a feature from Kevin Durant on the track. Oh, wow. Like, Surf is, is big in that world, so I rock with him pretty heavy. But um, that's just somebody that I know a lot of people may not listen to or may not ever give a chance, so I definitely want to shout him out and give him a run, man, and see what see what he can do for you. My, my, uh, and I hear Surf, too, um, a lot. Like, when people talk about, like, battle rappers that make good music, I hear uh, Surf name a lot. I'm sorry to jump you. You got an I-95 freestyle out. So if you just want to hear bars without the song or the crazy beats in the background, it's at like 1.3 million views, I-95 South Show. You can listen to that and you can get a little bit more of his background or his story like so you can feel like where he comes from as an artist as well. And he also got a song with Joe Buns called Confessions. It's a back and forth song from a Newark project. But let me get out of Surf Bag. Uh, like, go back. Um, mine is a little different, man. Uh, it's just one dude. He does like uh, electronic dance music. He's a producer. His name's SG Lewis. That joint's pretty tough, man. You just driving, you just chilling, you just put that on. The music sounds pretty good. I'm a big fan of that type of music sometimes, so especially if it sounds real good. So his name's SG Lewis. He got a, a project. It's called Dark. Oh, it's yeah. pretty dope. That definitely sounds your way. What you got for us, Easy? Uh, I guess it. Go check out that Roddy, Roddy Rich. Rich that Roddy Rich is where yeah. you at? <laughs> All right, so y'all probably gonna kill me for this out there, but hey, man, I gotta give a shout out to my nigga Dom, man. Dom, oh, can we talk man. about? <laughs> we can talk about him as long as we talk about rollerblades. Hey, dog, gotta, that rollerblade song goes. Hey, real shit though, Dom came correct from what he put out from Volume One, and then Volume Two, he he legit came correct with that, but. The song that I had put out there one time uh, and people gravitated toward to was surprisingly no matter what. It's simple and short and the shit goes. So got a nice little West Coast bounce to it. Sound like Dom. Don't sound like nothing out there, which is why I always listen to Dom. But yeah, man, definitely check out that no matter what from uh, Volume 2. Definitely a good choice. That that album went. Yeah, it was I remember good. I was playing live and I was playing franchise mode and I just kept letting it run. It was mm. a good album. It surprised me. I was yeah. I was nervous. I won't lie to you. I was quite nervous, but it definitely did its numbers. I was a lot. I was I was proud. Park something new in front of Waffle House. Go ahead and do it, Dom. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, go ahead. J Pounds, man, you did good on that song, boy. Produced the hell out of that track. But um. So, yeah, we hope y'all enjoyed a little bit of the music tidbit we gave y'all. Try to switch it up a tad bit for this episode. Give you some sports as well as a little bit of music. I'm sure everybody listens to both. If you play sports, you listen to music for the most part. If you don't (laughs) listen to music, you're not human. Now, the way the streaming world works, you kind of have no choice but to listen to music. But um, nonetheless, that's it for us here, man. We're going to wrap up things over here at episode 13 of the Rain and Champs podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in, listening. Thank you to Dar for joining in for the tidbits with the music selections. We appreciate that. Thank y'all for all the love and support. But once again, we would like some feedback or any questions that you guys may have for the podcast. We got three individual accounts. We got the main podcast, Twitter. We also have phones if you're close to us and you know us. 
reach out, say something that you want to hear. And also, we will be dropping um, a list for topics that we want guests to join with us on. So be looking out for that soon. And we'll be looking forward to bringing some more people on the episodes. But nonetheless, um, that's episode 13 in the books. Wizards in seven. Give me my 50. I had to. I'm going to give you a 50, though, by the end of the year. But the Wizards still, that doesn't, that's the East versus the West. Wizards still in seven now. Episode 13, baby. Yes, sir. Bye.